A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Wednesday, April 5th. The news today brought to you by the Galleria at Crystal Run. The parents, sister, and aunt of a missing Glen Spay man joined with first responders yesterday to share information and appeal for the help of the public in finding Harold Hoyt. Hoyt has been missing since a friend last saw him near Galligan Road in Forestburg in the early morning hours of March 30th. This is a wooded, steep terrain where Hoyt is believed to have possibly traveled on foot with his buddy after their car experienced a flat tire. While the friend made it home safely, and officials say they've been cooperating in search efforts, Hoyt remains missing, says Sheriff Michael Schiff. They just went in different directions. They thought they knew where they were, and one was going to Port Jervis direction and the other was going somewhere else. And uh, they thought they could walk out and find where they were supposed to be. One did. And I'm kind of hoping maybe Harold found his way out also. And is just worried now with all the commotion that this could be problematic for him. That's why we want to get the message out. If he's okay, just contact your family. Let them know you're okay. And that's all we need. It was noted that a couple of pieces of trash belonging to the two were found early on, not far from where their car was abandoned. Crime is up some 15% in the city of Middletown for the first time in 10 years, and Mayor Joseph DiStefano put much of the blame on some components of the state's bail reforms enacted just a few years ago. DiStefano, a Democrat like the majority of the state legislature and governor, said persons who commit petty crimes should not be jailed for extensive periods of time pre-trial but he's very concerned about repeat offenders. Those who oppose changing the law argue that these types of arrests are nuisance and no big deal. Well, it is a big deal when a person walks into your store repeatedly and steals. It is a big deal when a store clerk is beaten to a pulp with fists. It is a big deal when you make arrests of several offenders charged with motor vehicle theft who are then immediately released back into our community only to steal more vehicles that very same week. Stefano raised the issue in his annual State of the City address last night. Acting State Supreme Court Justice Craig Stephen Brown has declared unconstitutional a temporary extreme risk protection order against a Middletown man and in order that it be dismissed against the respondent only identified in court papers as CM. The matter arises out of the issuance of a turpo against CM on January 20th It was alleged on January 18th at a Concord Lane address in Middletown. He brandished a loaded shotgun, cocked it, and pointed it at a neighbor during a verbal dispute. He denied the allegations and challenged the constitutionality of the state's red flag law. Brown wrote in his decision issued on April 4th that without requirement of any input from a medical or mental health expert, the court is required to make a determination of whether the respondent is likely to engage in conduct that would result in serious harm to himself, herself, or others. Orange County District Attorney David Hoover called the decision well thought out. Since August of 2022, we have handled, just the DA's office, has handled 150 of them, um, 109 were granted, 41 of them were either denied or settled. So this is definitely a game changer. I think that uh, Judge Brown's decision is is well-reasoned and well-thought-out, and I think the statute needs to be procedurally um, fixed. The decision only applies to Judge Brown's court in Orange County, but it can be persuasive as an argument in Orange and other counties, says Hoovler. He's here! 
The Easter Bunny is visiting the Galleria at Crystal Run every day, now until Easter. And he's not camera shy. Get your picture taken with Mr. Peter Cottontail. Children, families, even pets are welcome. And now you can make an appointment ahead of time at whereisbunny.com. Reservations are strongly encouraged. Go to galleriacrystalrun.com for all the details. The U.S. EPA has announced $270 million to New York for essential drinking water infrastructure upgrades through the Drinking Water Evolving Fund. The money will be used to address emerging chemical contamination like PFAS, which has plagued the city of Newburgh water system for years, as well as for lead pipe replacement and cybersecurity. The state has awarded Habitat for Humanity of Dutchess County a half a million dollars to replace five old manufactured homes with new ones. The mobile and manufactured home replacement program of the State Housing Trust Fund Corporation will replace old, dilapidated mobile homes that have serious structural and systemic deficiencies, says Duchess Habitat CEO Maureen Lashley. Codes were not in place at the time that really allowed us feel good about some manufactured housing, but that is no longer the case, and we are just so excited to be part of this replacement program. And literally, it is exactly what it sounds like. We are removing the old mobile home, and we are replacing it with a brand new mobile home. Those residences must be located on private property, not in mobile home parks. Ulster County Economic Development Director Tim Wiedemann is stepping down from his job to join the staff of Congressman Pat Ryan. Wiedemann says he'll be doing similar work, but with a regional scope. It lets me continue to wear the hat of the work that I'm passionate about, but to do it at a regional level, uh, hopefully advancing lots of goals that we've advanced here together, as well as goals for other parts of the region as well. Wiedemann says he'll be moving over to his new job within the next few weeks. For-profit private businesses located on state or federal land in New York currently pay no property taxes, but State Senator James Skoufis wants to change that. He says those businesses have a competitive advantage over similar ones located off government property. If you're a for-profit, you're a private business, like, for example, the Thayer Hotel uh, on West Point property, then the society's expectation ought to be that you are contributing something to the school budget where you're located in, to the town budget that you're located in, as opposed to being able to right now have a competitive advantage by not paying any property taxes versus the hotel that's just outside of West Point's gate or whatever comparative business that's just off of the federal or state properties. The Democratic lawmaker is chairman of the Senate Investigations Committee. The first of three underground tunnels planned for the city of Newburgh's $32 million North Interceptor Sewer Improvement Project has been completed, and the second has begun. Over a 35-day period, a special drilling machine cut through 487 feet of rock to complete the first tunnel along Colden Street between 1st and 2nd Streets. The Interceptor Project began in April 2022 and is expected to be completed in the spring of next year. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. The news today brought to you by the Galleria at Crystal Run.